Hello, and welcome to Unscheduled Flights, exploring the realms of inspiration, innovation, and creativity. I'm your host, Ambika Waters, and I welcome you to this podcast and hope you find it as interesting as I do. Hi, I'm your hostess, Ambika Waters, and welcome to Unscheduled Flights, exploring the realm of creativity, inspiration, and innovation. And today we're really blessed to have a marvelous woman with us to share some philosophical and very practical insights about dressing well and being happy in what you have on. Karen Smith is an old friend of mine who I've known for many years who really helped me up my game when it came to clothes. And she did it in a magical way. She went through my closet and got rid of everything. (laughs) She had five plastic bags and sent them to thrift and then took me shopping and it's been an adventure ever since some of my really fun days when life gets too serious and work gets a little heavy I call Karen and off we go to thrift and lunch and have a ball but she's taught me a lot and I encouraged her to write a book which is marvelous I'd like to introduce Karen Rose Smith Hi, honey. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so glad you decided to be on the show. Karen brings real insight. She's an author. She's a painter. She's a journalist. She's very, very well-versed in what goes on in the world, and she loves clothes. It's one of her really magical gifts, and I've known her to wear things that she's had for 25, 30 years. She's kept the good things in her closet. And you've taught me, Karen, you've taught me how to, not, I'm not a pro like you, but you've taught me how to find things that work for me and to explore the realm of doing something different. And I love that. I really love it. And every time we go out, we find something marvelous, absolutely marvelous. Or I'll find a little plastic bag on the, <laughs> on the door handle of my home. With a marvelous dress in it. And I say, how much is that? And she said, oh, that was $250. That's not $250, gentlemen. That's $2.50. She's not only gifted, she's very economical. I've got a few stories I'd like to share about Karen. But first of all, I'll let you tell us about your philosophy about clothes. I, I think life is too short to look anything but fabulous all the time. And most people think that takes either work or money. And it doesn't take either one. It's an attitude change. If you know that every morning when you go to your closet, you're supposed to open it up and smile and with excitement say, what am I gonna wear today? with joy whereas half the women i meet they're approaching the closet like sign of the cross holding up garlic hated in there it's a dreadful place it shouldn't be that should be where you hang your joy and greet it every day and pick what you're going to enliven yourself with i love that i love your philosophy about it when i first met karen one day she came over to visit me and she was all dressed up I just look stunning. And I said, where are you going? She said, circle K. <laughs> it's true. I was like, 
what? That's why, why would you ever not look your best? I mean, I remember as a kid growing up in New York City and, you know, there were days where my mother was, you know, ironing and laundering and washing the floor and whatever she was doing. And then she'd get all kinds of, she'd shower, she'd put on her face, she'd do her hair, she'd look gorgeous. And I'd say, where are you going? And she'd say, I don't know, let's take out the garbage. <laughs> okay, this is hereditary this is hereditary knowledge she was right i mean we all have to do something dirty at some point but then put it on and go greet the world and doesn't it make you feel good to get dressed and feel good about exactly. what you're wearing and you taught me a lot about fit when i first met karen i was I thought it was heavy and overweight and would like cover myself up like I was wearing tents. And Karen said, uh-uh, uh-uh. You just need to have something that fits. That's that was right. a big revelation for me. And I think a lot of women, when they put on any weight, the, the logic of it seems to be, I will cover this up with a shroud. But imagine a Volkswagen in a shroud. It's going to look a lot bigger than a Volkswagen. That's right. If you have something that fits and flatters your curves, whatever they are, it's going to make you look thinner. It's going to make you look fitter. Right. That's a big difference. I agree with you. And I would encourage anybody who is reconsidering their image and how they want to present themselves to the world, get in touch with Karen. She has dressed people for weddings, for bar mitzvahs, for birthday parties, for celebrations. funerals. <laughs> <laughs> she has dressed people and helped them feel a level of confidence they would normally not have. She's also an exceptional designer and seamstress. I've seen her take things turn them around with her sewing machine. And where did you get that? That's fabulous. And she says, well, I took the skirt and turned it inside out and turned it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sewing is a huge advantage yes. because yes. you can remodel things that you might otherwise have to pass by. But if you're buying the things the way I do at thrift stores, the way I teach other people to do at thrift stores, you don't have to be a professional seamstress. You're gonna spend $2 on a Ralph Lauren silk skirt. You have nothing but $2 to lose if you cut the waistband off that skirt, put in a piece of elastic and wear it as a strapless blouse over a pair of black pants. And if it doesn't work, oh well, two bucks down the drain. That's my genius friend, Karen Rose Smith. I wanna share the the $2 Armani suit story, because that's <laughs> the one day Karen comes to my house with her plastic bag and she says, here is a gift. And I open it up and it's a Giorgio Armani blazer, Robin's egg blue, absolutely fit me to a T, <laughs> beyond beautiful. And I loved it. And I honored it in my closet and a couple of months later oh I said to Karen where did you get this <laughs> and, I, and how much does it cost she said it's one dollar I said one dollar <laughs> <$1. laughs> 
I mean, it was immaculate. There was nothing the matter with it. It was in perfect condition. Karen would buy from time to time, you would buy those bags of. Right. Random clothing. Random clothing. And she'd start clothing out and she found this incredible Armani blazer. Now, the real miracle is a few months later, she shows up with another plastic bag and she says, try these on. I open the bag and it's the trousers <laughs> to go with the jacket that she found in another bag of brand. <laughs> this is my $2 Armani suit that I you gotta love it. You gotta, you gotta love it. I and you've got to have the eye for it. You've got to have a little bit of patience and some knowledge of what you're looking for. And you need to cultivate in your eye. The real gift is to watch Karen how she shops and imitate her I would always say what do you think of this and she'd say always try this on that's your that's your logo try that this is, on that is because we all think we know what our shape is mm -hmm. and we think we know what flatters us but the truth is every minute of every day age time and gravity is trumping what you've got it's that simple you are not shaped the same on a saturday as you were the previous monday everything changes the buddhists are right stand here everything will change in a minute that's your body and it might have really flattered you last year but if you put it on today and it doesn't make you grin and feel confident it's time to pass it on to somebody else. That's the gift, isn't it? To know that it gives you joy. Right. And to always, always make that your judgment. Everyone I've ever met in this context, try something on on their way to getting dressed. They open the closet and they go, oh, let's, those new pants. And they put them on and they, make that little move where you you look and they go i don't know and they take them off they end up on the floor of the closet they don't rehang them they take them off it's some kind of insult and they go to a pair of pants that always makes them go yeah these pants if you don't get that yeah confidence it belongs on the floor of your closet until you can get a plastic bag and take it away. It doesn't belong on a hanger if it's not making you feel like a better you. Once Karen and I went to a, a thrift store and there were all these really amazing designer clothes, one after the other, after the other with the tags still on them. And I said, what is this? She said, either somebody died or this is a big mistake that somebody made. That's right. Mistake that it just didn't suit them and i love that I that's love right that. and the other thing is there you are in the thrift store of your whichever consignment shop doesn't matter and you find the armani suit that was like made for you you want to find everything else that person donated yes. because they have your taste and your body yeah that's and right and it is, it's, it's always like being Sherlock Holmes when you be going to a thrift store. And since I've known Karen, which is more than a dozen years, I've had the courage to go into thrift stores in all kinds of places. I've never been in a store where I didn't find something. That's that true. Liked. And that's just amazed me. 
That's true. And when you travel, thrift stores are this astonishing way to understand what women are doing where you are. That's true. That is true. It's like, yes, it's like a map, isn't it? It is. It is a cultural map that tells you everything you need to know. When I go to Florida, I get amazing tennis clothes. Why? Because everybody in Florida is playing pickleball tennis, whatever the hell they do, you know. You get great bathing suits in the Midwest because summer is so short there that the bathing suits never become the gray, stiff, elastic frayed thing that they do here in Southern Arizona. That's true. Where you travel will tell you everything about the life in that place. That's amazing. Tell us about some of your great finds. I am a fabric junkie. So, and you've shopped with me, so you know, I tend to shop not so much by sight as by feel. I am, I am feeling every garment as I go down a rack. I look for silk, I look for cashmere, I look for cotton, I look for linen, and to a lesser degree in the summer, rayon, because it's also a natural fabric. And here in Southern Arizona, it's too hot to wear anything that isn't natural. I will feel my way through any store and I I will end up with a cart full of things that feel right. Then I'll look to see, well, that's big enough for all of us to wear at once. That's going to require work. I'll put that in one pile, the require work pile. And if they're cheap enough, to end up with enough silk for me to make a skirt that fits plus a shawl to go with it. If I can get that for $2, it's worth the work. But I feel what I want long before I look at style and my personal experience is to ignore style because I'm gonna try it on and I, you think you know what a dress looks like when it's on a hanger and you're standing and you're looking at it and you go, oh, it's going to come in here and out there and do this and do that. But the truth is, until you put it on, you don't know what it's going to look like on you. You have to. It's not always about the label, is it? No, I have gotten. My favorite is that you can buy all sorts of work clothes that are always very inexpensive. Even at retail, if you don't go to a thrift store, you can buy a pair of Dickies pants, take the label off and go to a party in LA and people will go, how did you get the helmet lying pants? And you just smile and you go, I I got lucky, they were in my size. There are very little differences. If you have a favorite designer, look at the lines and you'll find someone is copying them expertly. Expertly. And if you like Helmut Lang, look at workwear. And if you like Armani, look at eh, Shop Bop and H&M are copying more Armani lines than anybody else. And of course, Zara is really dropping clothes it seems to me twice a week new collections and they're copying everybody 
and they're doing it in decent fabrics. They're just doing it at a higher price point than Shopbop or H&M. But if you subscribe to Zara, you'll get an email twice a week and you can order straight from them in the fabrics we all lust after at a very affordable price. And they take returns. So tell us about your book. Stylishly Sexy came about because I moved to Tucson and I had never seen women outdoors dressed so badly. No, it's a <laughs> flip-flop sort of place oh. with their bottoms hanging out. This yeah. No, it's during COVID, they were people were wearing pajamas. And and when they're not in pajamas, there's a there's an old hippie contingent that dresses like Woodstock was yesterday and they haven't bathed or changed yet. Not (laughs) not pretty. And uh, somebody asked me what I thought about style here because I dress how I dress. And it took me really a long email <laughs> to answer what I thought. And I, yeah, it became obvious there was a book in it. And, uh, and I think if you can explain to people how to look at the body they're in today, and that, that's not remember the body you had 30 years ago. That's look at with love the body you have today because dressing to flatter this body is going to make you look like a million bucks loving the body loving the self everything we have to and a lot of people don't want to go thrift store shopping it's too time consuming they don't like the vibe it just makes them uneasy something used whatever with the same vibe, you can shop at Target and come out well-dressed. If you only buy what fits you, what flatters you, and it's more than fit, it's also color. I see people wearing lovely clothes in colors that make them look bilious. I mean, really, people who suddenly look like, when did your liver die? You know, they have that cirrhotic look to their complexion. And it's because they shouldn't be wearing yellow ever. But they somehow don't have the right lighting in their world to know that. But I also see that that's why a lot of women have that pile on the floor of their closet. A woman that you and I both know, when I met her, there was a big pile on her closet and everything in the pile was sort of green, sort of coral, sort of yellow. But those colors were really in that summer and she kept buying them because they were in and she wanted to wear the popular stuff. But every time she put it on, she couldn't figure out what was wrong but it didn't look right. So she took it off and threw it in a pile. And she had this giant pile of coral yellow green clothes. The answer is find your colors. And you can do that standing in Home Depot by the bare paint samples. Take home 25 of them and hold them next to your face in a room with good light. You'll find out pretty quickly what flatters the skin you're in today. 
you're not the same color you were when you were 20. Nobody is. We're just, we're, the thing about aging is that everything does change. And it has to. That's the good news. It has to. And you have to love yourself in the now. You have to love who you are. Exactly. Value your life experience. Exactly. Find your way, find your way back to joy. And I right. think resting well and enjoying yourself. You know, you taught me so much. I used to think I used to not wear jewelry because I couldn't afford expensive jewelry. And you said, oh, here, try these dollars. <laughs> Go to the dollar store, get earrings. You know? and, and I thought, okay, you know, I was willing to listen. I do love clothes. I do love getting dressed. Exactly. And you taught me a lot about imaging and color and what fits and I am so grateful to you for that I have Aww. had so much fun with you. and we have had so much fun doing it and that's the key I have, to, I have to tell a great Karen Smith story one day we were in a big thrift store here in Tucson and I heard this <gasps> and I thought, oh <laughs> a heart attack what is it and I went running over and she was pointing at these shoes. I remember going, ah, ah. <laughs> she had her phone and she had an app on. And she said, these shoes cost $1,250. Try them on. They don't fit me. Yeah. <laughs> and they, fit me. they were some Louis, I can't remember. The one with the red soles. Mm, bouton. Le bouton. And I tried them on and they fit like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> they were $15. They were $1,250 reduced to $15. Those are some of the things that can happen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was at that that Goodwill boutique store. Yeah. And I walked in and there were five pair of Louboutin shoes and they had them on the counter. And they had made a little sign out of an index card. And they said, these are all Christian Louboutin shoes that were donated here today. And they're all size eight. And we want $40 a pair. These shoes are like $800 a pair. I don't wear a size eight. I wear a size six. I can't buy them. I immediately whipped out my phone and I put it on Facebook and said, I don't know who you are, but whoever is reading my Facebook post, if you wear size eight, get your butt to this Goodwill store. And I gave the location and I explained and I took pictures of the five shoes. Three of my friends showed up and they all bought those shoes. It was like within half an hour, I had found homes for five pairs of Christian hilarious. Don't kid yourself. These some of these clothes are art forms. They are beautiful. Beautiful shoes, beautiful handbags. They oh, are beautiful. Stunning. Once Karen found a dress for me that was still had the original tag, and we think it was from 1952 or something. It was just that style. Yeah. So beautiful. And if you like to be living art. I'm going to suggest that you get onto Karen's website. You might want to order her book as a PDF. And for those of you that live, Lord knows, far away from Tucson, sure. Arizona, you can do a consult with Karen by just setting it up with her. Making sure, sure we can do Zoom just like this. And I have people who find 
that's a really effective way to get a quick handle on what's happening in their closet or not happening in their closet as the case may be. But what I would like to tell people is they can do this themselves as long as they have an open mind. Well, it takes confidence. I think you know, you're like a mentor and then you get it and you don't need that mentoring as often right. as you used to. I mean, I remember right. going with you, I think for several months, I would go with you once a week or every other week and we'd sure. find new clothes and they were lovely and and I really enjoyed the process. And then I had to go out on my own and say, right, how does this look? How does this feel? And that's where my confidence really shot up. Definitely. And I think people have to recognize that until they know and know with the inner eye, not just with the mirror, but know my body now might be this. And also what understand that women work with a handicap, every, each and every one of us, there is no uniformity in women's sizes none brand to brand men buy clothing it comes in inch sizes every time they have too many beers they buy a new pant size by another inch or two and it'll fit they never have to get naked in a store you and i go out shopping whether it's at Saks fifth avenue or the salvation army we have to try on everything because there is no uniformity in size you can wear a size five dress. You can at the same time wear a size 12 dress. You can at the same time wear a pair of size eight pants. Where's the uniformity? Wow, I didn't realize it was that. It's horrendous. Horrible. So it's try on, try on, try on. Right. Now, if you don't want to do that, what, again, whether it's at Saks or the Salvation Army, doesn't matter, then become an Amazon shopper, become a Zara shopper, have it all shipped to your house. So that in the comfort of your own home with good lighting and a full length mirror, you can figure out what fits and send everything else back. I like I like going. I do, too, because I like the treasure hunt. Yeah, I like, I like the thrill hunt. of the chase. Yeah. You know? Wow. Look at this. Exactly. Look at this. Look what I just. Exactly. And you're right. If, if it doesn't fit you, it will fit one of your friends. Right. And often I just, I can't leave it there. It's too fabulous. <laughs> so it's got to come home with me. It'll work on somebody. Luckily, I have a daughter-in-law. I have friends. I Somebody will end up with this. I can't leave fabulosity there. Here's another concept that Karen shared with me that I really loved. You told me this is recycling. Let's get clear. Right. This is a form of recycling. That's right. Clothes that are in fairly good or mint condition, you get rid of what doesn't work for you or that you've had enough of. If you've paid two dollars sure. and cents for a blouse or a dress and you've had enough of it, you don't hang on to it because it cost you an arm and a leg. That's it's right. Sitting in your closet collecting dust, move it along. Somebody will buy it. Somebody will. Exactly. Wear it. And I don't think most people are aware of the lack of sustainability in the fashion industry. I don't think most people are aware that to create a new pair of jeans 
uses over 60 gallons of water and that's drinking water. That's not some industrial kind of water that we have plenty of, that's drinking water. But when you buy a pair of jeans, that's your water savings right then and there. Wow. It's so remarkable. This is eco-friendly. That's right. It is recycling. And there's nothing like at the end of a year or every six months going through your closet saying, well, I thought this was going to work, but I haven't worn it and putting it in a pile and taking it to Goodwill or wherever you your thrift stores are and right. putting it over. You know, it's economical to shop that way. It's a lot of fun. You find some exactly. magical, magical things. And, and you are never beholden to them. Well, true. So that you can release and let go with complete joy. I have a lot of clients who hold clothing parties. You bring all your castoffs, I'll bring all mine, she'll bring all hers. 20 people get together and there are giant piles in a living room and they wander through each one's piles. It's fabulous. It sounds like fun. It definitely is. I have had more fun in the past 12 years shopping and wearing clothes that I've absolutely loved and enjoy and that have cost me very little, very little money. Exactly. It's a whole new way of life. And I am so grateful to you. You're a great teacher. And when Karen says, My pleasure. Karen goes, you put it on, she says, what do you think of this? She goes, uh-uh. Karen goes, uh-uh, not for you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> And that's the good news. Everything does not work on every one of us. We are all very unique forms. Yeah, we're all women, but every woman is shaped differently. That's right. Even if we weigh exactly the same amount, we're not holding it in the same places. I was at a, an industry conference and I thought, you know, I was going to make a blow for womankind. <laughs> and uh, I was asking all these manufacturers and designers why they didn't make more wonderful plus size clothing. Mm. And, and go figure, they knew the question was coming. And they brought five women into the room who could not have been more different. They were showroom models. And they had each one stand up and do a twirl and get back down and five women and they said uh are you seeing what's the issue here and i'm like no they're five very attractive showroom models you know they're all kind of wearing a short little kimono robe every one of those women and they were some were tall some were thinner some were wider some were shorter some had busts some had hips those five women were all size 18 kidding you could have knocked me over and they the manufacturers said that's why we can't make plus size clothing that fits because no one puts it on in the same places that's why we have five showroom models in size 18 and the dress that fits the first one is never going to fit the last one but they're both still a size 18. So what's your advice to people who are big or small or wide or? We're all in it together. That's number one. 
I am relatively small and big people always look at me and go, well, it's easy for you. You could chop anywhere. You're small. No, it's the same if you're a size five as when you're a size 18. Every garment is cut to a different body shape that is not necessarily yours. You have to try it on no matter where you are. And wow. when you find a manufacturer whose body type fits you, stay loyal. Stay loyal, absolutely. Because it will continue to fit you. That's right. It, it's a little bit of work, but it's so worth it in the end to find out what's your, what's your color, what makes you feel good. Exactly. What's, what kind of brand do you like? And who, what brand likes you? And that's the issue. I mean, I, like many people, love Dior because Dior fits me. I'm thrilled. When I find Dior, I am a happy camper. By the same token, I love Saint Laurent. Can't wear it. It is not made for this body. Can't wear it. Doesn't matter what size it is. Never fits. I stand in dressing rooms. I weep but I can't wear it. I have to give it away to a daughter-in-law. I have to give it away to somebody. You can only wear what you can wear. What's so great about thrift is that you can find it all. That's the very right. first time Karen took me shopping, I was not comfortable with secondhand clothes. I would rather wear cheap clothes than expensive secondhand. She said, come on, let's, let's <laughs> change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> so we went shopping at the local thrift store down the street. And she pulled out a black blazer and she said, try it on. I looked at the label and it was my very favorite Italian designer, Gianfranco Frere, whose work I had seen when I lived in Europe. A beautiful Italian taste. I put this jacket on and it fit. I had that jacket for over 10 years until the material got kind of <laughs> wearing it away yeah <laughs> I wore it all year long I love this jacket cost me $15 it was a $750 jacket and that was my initiation into thrift and recycling and the fun the absolute the fun of the hunt that's right it is. like the hunt and the chase <laughs> finding that perfect dress for that perfect occasion amazing and if you have any doubts or you'd like some counsel i do recommend getting karen's book or calling her and having a conversation and seeing if she can help you because definitely really helped me and i love this karen and i want to say thank you and i want to celebrate you on this podcast because thank you <laughs> a lot of what we've done on this podcast is serious and spiritual and healing but this is another form of healing. This is, is, it is, it's an expression of your love of self. It's an That's expression right. of your self-confidence. It's, it's an expression of the best of you, the best of you. And I've seen Karen work with women in their seventies, in their eighties, turning them around so that they shine, that they're smiling. Right. They come into a room and they're glowing because they feel good about themselves and what they're wearing. I've seen it happen. It's, this is, trust me, the young will make their mistakes with clothing and fashion, but when 
older women do. It's not pretty. No, that's nope. the truth. And we, the other thing to remember, which I, I am a big proponent of, if you're only going to spend $5 or $15 at a thrift store and it's not perfect, you can afford to go to a tailor and have it made perfect. That's true. And I've done that too. Exactly. Because as Americans, most of us were brought up to believe that it was on the rack and one size would fit all. And that's never been true. It requires tailoring. It requires fitting. But if you're paying next to nothing for your clothes, you can afford to have a really good tailor in your employ. Absolutely. And $20 well spent at a tailor can make any jacket look like a thousand dollar jacket. I Most agree. people are wearing jackets that don't fit. The sleeves are too long. The waist is not at their waist. The vents in the back don't sit right. The buttons don't work appropriately. Well, Karen is a perfectionist. You are a perfectionist. I remember <laughs> really beautiful shoes that were a size and a half too big and they were clunking along and <laughs> no, can't do that. You can't. You, right. you can't. You need to fit and you need, it's an education. The bottom line about what True. we're talking about, it's a form of education True. and a form of transformation. Being able to feel good and look beautiful in what you're wearing is a form of external transformation. It's a way of True. saying, I know who I am. I love who I am. I do the very best I can for myself and people around me. And I want to show that to the world. So exactly. I hope people will think about this and I hope they get in touch with you and read your wonderful book, which I love. <laughs> and I want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank oh, you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And let's hope we help lots of people look beautiful. Absolutely. That, that's our goal. <laughs> that's our goal. And feel beautiful. Definitely. So you'll be back. We're going to, we'll do this again. And thank so you. Thank you, my dear friend. My pleasure. Love you. Love you. I'd like to thank our guests today who've shared their experience, who have enhanced my life by developing skill sets and a vision of the world that is really expanded and I think beautiful. So thank you until the next podcast of Unscheduled Flights. Again, I'm your host, Ambika Waters, wishing you all the best.